0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard with the title and Seville very much on the mind. Celtic can clinch the Premiership tomorrow at Dundee United. Rangers welcome Ross County, but attention's already turned to the Europa League final in eight days' time. And Dundee's relegation could be finalised tonight when they face Hibs. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me this evening is Mark Wilson and Roger Hanna. Yeah, Gordon, we're past what you called the business end of the season. We're past what I called the squeaky bum part of the season. We're now into the history book part of the season where history is rewritten. Dundee could be relegated tonight if they don't beat Hibs. Celtic will officially be champions tomorrow night, even with a point at Tannerise. And we're just eight days away from Rangers perhaps rewriting history in Seville. Yeah, interesting night ahead before we get to all that. You know, it could be the end of the line for Dundee after a long protracted relegation battle. And at the other end, plenty of promise for Inverness and our bros who face each other. And even more than that, Edinburgh City against Annan. Playoff time is always interesting. So looking forward to watching those games in the background. 01419511025. That is the number you need. So come on, don't be shy. Mark Wilson and Roger Hanna are desperate to speak to you. So please don't let them down Rangers fans I feel like from now until next Wednesday It's just going to be tales of Ticketing issues And journeys here, there and everywhere Across different continents And your plans and your thoughts And all the rest of it And you know what? We're here for it Because the last couple of days Have been great fun uh, Getting to Share the excitement with you 01419511025 Celtic fans Speaking of excitement There's a small matter of wrapping up The Scottish Premiership title tomorrow So let's hear from you right now 01419511025 And like Mark's been saying Dundee's relegation potentially Finalised tonight against Hibs And we might learn a bit more About who could be joining us In the top flight next season as well So please do pick up the phone Come on let's hear from you 01419511025 And speak to Roger Hanna And Mark Wilson You're right Roger We are in the Strangest Times Where Everyone in Glasgow's happy You don't get that too often We obviously don't have a Scottish club in Europe Very often And that's mixed in with all the usual nerves About this t- time of the season In terms of who goes down And who comes up And everyone fighting for their future Yeah I, um, I remember Vividly Reporting in the end of the season 2002-03 And everybody was happy Gordon Rangers won a treble And Celtic went to Seville for a UEFA Cup final And both halves of the Glasgow divide Decided that their season was a successful season And they were absolutely right And I think fast forward nearly 20 years You've got to repeat Albeit the flip side of it Celtic winning a league title tomorrow night To add to the Premier Sports Cup That's a successful season for Ange Postecoglou and Rangers going all the way If you chart it through from The Champions League defeat to Malmo Through Champions Europa League qualifiers With Alash Kert All the way through losing the first two group games If you remember Somehow qualifying Then getting past the favourites for the tournament And all the way to Seville And they've got a chance next Wednesday night Gordon That would be a successful season And what a time it is for football in Scotland yeah, I think that's the difference. I think Rangers fans actually go to Seville or watching it on TV, believe they have got a chance and they have got a chance. You know, I think they have to be wary of Frankfurt because as in Saturday, Frankfurt's run to this competition matches Rangers' run. So they're a very, very good side, but the belief 
are knocking out the teams in the same league, higher in the league than Frankfurt, gives us something that we haven't seen before. When Rangers faced Zenit back in 2008, um, it was a good side, we had a good manager. Celtic, same with Porto. You think of that, the players on that Porto side and the manager who then went on to win the Champions League the following year, Celtic were probably underdogs going in. I think it's slightly different this time around and that's why thousands upon thousands of Rangers fans are heading to Seville optimistic. Here's another one for you as well. Breaking news from Roger Hanna's newspaper tonight, you Celtic fans. It says here that Ange Postacoglu has secured his first signing ahead of next season as transfer business starts early. Tell us more, Roger Hanna. Uh, yeah, I believe they're very, very close to a deal to secure left back from Hammerby in Iraqi with the name of Mohanad Giazi. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Sounds good to very me. Very highly rated in the Swedish league. Um, he's been high up Celtic's wish list If you like For many many weeks And we believe That a deal Is very Very close to Very close Feel with something In the region of Two million pounds And Celtic will hope To get him And others In for the start Of pre-season No European qualifiers Remember for Celtic mm-hmm. No League Cup games to worry about It could be a very, very important pre-season for Ange Postecoglou When he wants to get the players in early New signings in early There you go then There's another topic for you Celtic fans A new signing looks very, very close Mohanad Yazi left back from Hammerby What do you make of that? Maybe you've been scouring YouTube And you've already got an opinion on the player Maybe it's more general You know, is left back an area that Ange Postecoglou needed to address? What do you make of him starting there? You know, was that the priority? Uh, what else do you think the transfer business might look like going forward? 01419511025. I'm sure we'll get some calls on that later. Mark Wilson, as a former Celtic fullback, what do you make of that? Uh, never mind the signing. I'm just amazed at that knowledge because I'm used to standing across for some way well, with no knowledge. But just Roger, you know, how do you get to the bottom of something like that? You know, it, it is. <laughs> And that interests me. I know, but how do you get all? You know, I believe the figure to be, and you got his name spot on. And Roger has got amazing. big contacts on, 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 in Iraqi on, football. Honestly, hi. Is it a guess? No, no. It's my colleague Robert Thompson. It's his story. He told right, me. Get him on the phone. How did he get that? I, I want to dig deeper into this because you always hear of these things. Look, the signing. Is it the right place to start? Well, it's as good a place as any. Greg Taylor's is a player that gets a hard time the majority of the time, but I think he's had an excellent season. I think a lot of Celtic fans are beginning to warm him, but he needs competition, you know, in that area. You know, skills is played there. Um, I do think they need a bit more quality in that area at times, so it's as good a place to start as any, and I'm sure it won't be the last if one. You, if you look at the way the season's gone, not just Greg Taylor, but, you know, volleyball and goalie. Completely out of the picture There's more chance of you going back Playing left back for Celtic again Young Adam Montgomery He was really a sort of wide left player Who sometimes had to play left back He get moved out to Aberdeen and low And that hasn't really worked out either Liam Scales As you touched upon He, he, he showed in flashes Earlier in the campaign But he sort of drifted out He's very seldom even in the bench yeah. Nowadays And I think You look at the right hand side There's Juranovic And there's Ralston You could put either of them in the team No problem I think on the left If Taylor's not there then you just wonder who the most able deputy is And I think that's why the position has been targeted by Celtic Come on then 01419511025 Celtic fans, what do you make of that news? What about wrapping the title up tomorrow? Rangers fans, Seville It's been mentioned uh, one or two times in the last few days So keep the calls coming uh, Nadim's in Livingston What have you got for the panel tonight, Nadim? Hi Gordon, how you doing? Good, thank you Good, are you well? I'm well, thanks Yeah, Good well man. 
looking forward to, to going to Seville next week. Oh, so you're going? Uh, oh, I'm going, yeah, yeah. I'm not, I've not got a ticket, but I'm going. I'm, uh, I've, got, I've got the plans. It's a bit like trains, planes and automobiles, to be honest, but... Um, got got the kind of plan sorted. So, um, how so. how's you know how bad are we talking? I've heard some interesting stories in the last few days, Nadim. It's not as bad as some of the some of the fellow Rangers fans, I must say. Um, so basically, we're, we're driving down to Manchester um, on the seventeenth. Got a flight about quarter to six, I think it is, and then fl- flying over to to Madrid. But it's via Naples. We are we are nine and a half hour. Uh, Stop over in Naples during the night as well. She can't even do anything. It's like I think it's two o'clock at night. We arrive or something, so you're stuck in the airport for for nine hours, and then we got a connected flight to Madrid. Get to Madrid about I think it's about ten, ten half, half ten something like that. And then we've had the car. We're driving down to Seville. That's about seven or eight hour drive. I think it is oh down to Seville, and then, and then hopefully watch the game. Hopefully win the cup. And then drive back up the road to Seville And we've got, got an Airbnb booked for a couple of nights So stay there And drive Madrid for a day And then fly back on the 20th um, Via via um, Palma Another nine hour stay over in Palma. Right, right, hold on a minute <laughs> Nadim, see when you said it's not actually that bad Or it's not as bad as some others it, What? The, the length of time is pretty bad Do you know what though? I know where he's coming from In comparison to some of the others we've had Nadim thinks it's good because he's not leaving Europe You know, we've had others that are going yeah. via Africa And uh, people flying in from all corners of the globe So if that's the uh, if that's the barometer then you're right Nadim sounds great, straightforward I just hope there's no delays for you there Nadim and I, hope, I hope you enjoy the trip The guy who's going via Morocco you mentioned in show on Saturday That is dedication But it just shows Nadim as well And all his mates What a dedication it is don't even have match tickets They just want to go to the city of Seville And enjoy the occasion You know, you hear stories of people going in trains There's people driving, you know, from Glasgow all the way to Seville I, I, I saw, you know, obviously people carrying on yesterday About hot air balloons and going in motorised lawnmowers How are you getting, Mark? <laughs> I'm flying more on planes You know, no, see no, the no, social no. media on, uh-huh. uh, on Sunday Do you know Mark's actually away for the final? He, he, no, I think I'll bet he is he it Deliberately <laughs> He's going to Africa And staying there I've timed it anywhere Roger But on a serious note I, I, I think I might have said it before Because you are away To watch this Because you'll need to watch it You're a professional Yeah You're going to need to go to a Rangers pub somewhere Aye that's going to be slightly awkward that, That's filling me with glee At the thought of it <laughs> well, when, you, when you go to the bar Or place like that Do you say Hi I'm Celtic's Mark Wilson Can I have a couple <laughs> of pints Certainly not Certainly not I'm Dundee United's Mark Wilson <laughs> I use that I Believe, believe Rain, me That won't do you any more favours Oh I nearly did Oh no <laughs> Dumbarton's <laughs> Mark Wilson <laughs> Uh, yeah, do you know what? It's it's incredible, and I'm enjoying it. It'll never get old. I'm sure we'll hear plenty more in the the, the coming days. I mean, the if the night before a Rangers game in May in the league, I don't detect any Rangers fan even cares in any way about tomorrow. With no disrespect to Ross County, is that is that just the reality of the situation? Absolutely, Gordon. I mean, obviously, you want to get the win, you know, and it might not matter anyway because Celtic win tomorrow, and you know, and, and they win the league. So, so yeah, for me, it's all about just resting your your best players. Even you know, just play a lot of the young team. If if you get beat, you get beat. I know a lot of these fans probably won't agree with that, but it's all about next Thursday. You know, how, how bad would it be if you played a couple of your top players and they get injured and they can't play in the final? You know, absolutely. Cutting that would be for the players and and, and obviously the fans as well because you want all your best players fit in order to be able to win this game. I mean, as as Mark said there, 
Frankfurt are a good side. I, mean, I think I'm pretty sure they got to the final UEFA Cup back in 2019. Do you know? So they're, uh, not the final, sorry, the, the, the semi-final. So, uh, so uh, you know, so they are a, a, a really, really good side. But yeah, I'm just looking forward to. It. I mean, I'll be pretty tired. You know, once I get back to get back to Livingston. But yeah, I just can't wait for it. And I think we've got an absolutely fantastic chance. I was down in Manchester back in the 2008 Cup final, and and I didn't. I, I, I can't remember feeling as I was feeling. I was optimistic, but I can't remember feeling as optimistic as as, as I feel now about about Thursday. You know. Wednesday, sorry. Do you know what? You had me worried. I was waiting because you said Thursday a minute ago, and I thought right, maybe it's a slip of the tongue, or maybe his travel plans are uh, mm. <laughs> for <laughs> the wrong day. day. <laughs> that was one of my favourites from the weekend. The boy that's booked it and arrives yeah. an hour after kickoff. Did you hear him, Roger? Oh no, I've missed him. That was on Saturday. There was a tweet came in. Boys arrives in Seville at like nine o'clock on <laughs> Wednesday night. Oh dear. Ah, there's been a few. Uh, Nadim, enjoy yourself. Let us know how it goes. Well, do thanks, guys. Thanks. Good man, is that the reality? You know, tomorrow, Roger, we saw pretty much, a, you know, a team rotated, rested at the weekend. What do you think tomorrow looks like? Um, it'll be interesting. Um, I, in fact, I think it may have been Mark said in the show last week. It would have been surprised if there was big changes on Sunday, which there were. Fewer changes on the Wednesday. Okay, so back stronger to, tomorrow to, to keep some of the guys ticking over, and then Tynecastle on Saturday. It would just be the kids Getting thrown in I would think So it actually wouldn't surprise me If more of the first team players Did get a run around I think Halliday will play a half each <laughs> In the weekend <laughs> He would love that wouldn't he Step back to it I, I, I agree with Roger I think one or two may come back in Because I, I know they've played a lot of football this season And they're not going to really lose any fitness But you just want to keep that edge You know you want to keep things going And this Rangers squad have been used to playing on a Thursday night and mm. Sunday for I mean how many yeah. weeks now so if you go yeah. then 10 and days without any football it can affect you and it was interesting I saw the Frankfurt coach yesterday Mark they play Mines in the Derby on Saturday meaningless game they're 12th in the league Mines aren't chasing anything but he said he's going to go strong and keep the players ticking over ahead of the game on Wednesday night Mind games Mind games that's all it is let's bring in Alan and Falkirk what's your point for the panel Alan Good evening Paro hope you're well Thank uh, you Hi Alan <clears throat> I was just uh, wondering if you have heard anything through the grapevine, if there's anything going to be uh, an Ibrox or a fan zone for the supporters that are not going. Uh, I'd really like to think there would be. Eh? It's, Alan, it's funny you asked that. Somebody asked me that today, and I'm not 100% sure. It wouldn't surprise me. I've seen beanbags in the past at Ibrox for big games. Um, the club, I'm quite sure, will be looking to announce something in the coming days for supporters Did they do that in 2008? I can't quite I remember what they did in 2000 yeah, That's a very good question I think they did I think, I th- they, did. I think they certainly did something for the supporters I, mean, who, I was just who, leaving who school so I wasn't as quite aware of these things But I think they did something Alan, does that ring a bell? Uh, fortunately I was at Manchester so I, I don't know But this time I can't make it to Seville yeah. So I'm looking for some fair to go That's the thing Mark Look like, you qualify through the semis You know you've just got Two weeks and it's quick You're talking about people Producing travel plans There's lots of this stuff though Alan's asking Can I go to Ibrox to watch it Is there a fan zone Elsewhere The people who are going to Seville Like Nadim Who don't have tickets Are trying to find out Where can you watch it there Is there a yeah. fan zone there I mean I've seen social media today You know that the rumour And counter rumour People fearing that the pubs Actually are, are going to be shut And then yeah. people say No no they're not Don't worry they're open And Oh. It's um, it's a it's a stressful uh, thing. Well, it's as it a short period of time. I think, from a player's point of view and Van Bronckers' point of view, you prefer that. You know, you don't want to be hanging about for a month to the final. So players fine, but for supporters, 
And for the club itself If they're wanting to put something together on the pitch I mean that takes a lot of organising to do You know setting up a screen Selling tickets You know having the right safety Procedures in place And for the fans going out there I mean it's, it's potluck Remember Manchester The fans going into Manchester And the screen broke uh, During the game And leaves people in the lurch a bit So it's a big gamble If you're going to Seville uh, You don't have a ticket And you're not quite sure where to watch it Yeah I mean they, they did do something at Ibrox in 2008 um, Someone's just sent me a tweet from uh, Sergio Blathquez Are you familiar with his work, no? No, I mean, How, what is he? He's just, well, he's tweeted I hope he's a DJ and he's not just some guy at it Tweeted saying on Wednesday the 18th of May at the final in Sevilla I will be the DJ of the fan zone <laughs> It might just be some guy who works in a he's at shop it. lagging it But in, that, in, that doesn't help Alan yeah. I think there's talk there's about 10 fan zones in Seville so they, they, dot, so, dot around the city. So they need nine other DJs. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to be fair, that doesn't help Alan. He wants to know about here. Do you think if look going back to two thousand and eight, would you expect something at Ibrox? Yeah, listen. As Mark said, in all fairness to Rangers, they haven't had a lot of time so far to react. You know, it was only Thursday they qualified for the final. I'm quite sure the people at the club will be doing something because they will know mm. that for all the supporters who are journeying by plane, train, and automobile to Seville, there will be. An enormous number staying at home looking for something like this, and I'm sure the club will respond in some way. Still looking forward to. Well, that's a, hold on. Let me rephrase that. It's a stupid question, Alan. Of course, you're looking forward to. Have you got, uh, you know, the, the fear of missing out on what's happening in Seville, or happy enough to just watch it back here? Well, unfortunately, I've got my holiday to pay for Mexico in August, so there was no choice. I tried to persuade my wife to swap the two weeks in Mexico for three days in Seville. <laughs> but it work, so. How did that go, Alan? Uh, oh well I'm beating for Mexico eh? <laughs> <laughs> Well exactly That tells you everything You need to know Seen some great stories Along these lines as well People Trying to convince Yeah I can imagine It's once in Well I was going to say Once in a lifetime But I think it goes back to Rangers have got a real Realistic chance of winning this And people Really don't want to miss out On that And be think In the city How much of it's happens. How much of it's that How much of it's The Unexpected nature of it Where you, you know You think it's once in a lifetime So you think Right this will definitely be The the last one or, or you know You didn't see it coming After Manchester Well you probably didn't see it coming After everything That Rangers have been through After this season Remember Stephen Gerrard going Van Bronckhurst coming in Celtic being strong Then getting beat at Ibrox And remember at that time People were calling for Might have been Van Bronckhurst uh, Quoting a shaky peg so you didn't expect it six weeks ago So that's why people are scrambling Celtic fans, thank you to Alan by the way Hope you, it all works out, you have a good night either way Alan, um, Celtic fans Wrap up the title tomorrow, how are you feeling? Pick up the phone, we'll hear from Ange Postacoglu Next, uh, we're also Asking you about your new signing That appears to be imminent And after these we'll speak to Alfie in Rutherglen You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna's here Mark Wilson joins him And they're both waiting for you 0141-951-1025 And that's the number Alfie In Rutherglen has dialed How's it going Alfie? Hi not too bad Not too bad Gordon What's on your mind tonight? Um, it, well it's getting near to the end of the season So if you're a Rangers fan it's all good If you're a Celtic fan it's like The league's kind of over Like already Because they've won the league We admit that but the league is over. They're, they're happy because they've had the cup. They've had the league. But their season is finished. Where Rangers have got the uh, Europa League final, the Scottish Cup final, the potential of the European Super Cup. And it's boiling their blood. 
Let me ask you Alfie Because we always do these hypotheticals Should Winning the Europa League Speaks for itself I probably can't do justice To how big an achievement it would be How successful a season Is getting to the final If it wasn't to go to plan Next Wednesday And it was a runners up medal How would that leave you feeling About Rangers season? Oh, don't get me wrong. I would still be gutted, but winning the Europe—not sorry, not winning the Europe League—getting to the Europa League final eclipses winning the Scottish Premier League, in my opinion. But you go back to 2003 when, when Rangers won a treble and Celtic got to the final, and they—they've got a suite named after it in Parkhead. They've got a wall named after it. They've had a stage show, blah de blah. Getting to the final of a European competition for a Scottish club in this day and age eclipses anything done. In Scottish football What do you think? Um, well I need to thank Alfie Because he's going to keep this show going Till 8 o'clock <laughs> now I'm, I'm just looking at the, the dials in front of you Gordon And everything's suddenly flashing red I think a few people are going to take <laughs> Alfie to task um, If you strip it back Rangers have won the league 55 times And this will be the fifth European final So in terms of rarity of achievement Then it's up there Celtic have won the league I think it's 52 times Maybe 53 Somebody will correct me If that's not right And they've been to I think three European finals So reaching a European final Is a great deal more difficult History will tell you Than just winning the Scottish League So that part Of what Alfie says Is correct It's a terrific achievement You said it yourself Gordon But I don't think Celtic fans are Too annoyed I don't think Celtic fans Would agree with Alfie That their season's over I think the celebrations at Tannadice tomorrow night may well show that the season isn't over. There'll be a presentation at Celtic Park on Saturday lunchtime to show that the season isn't over. It's been a very good season for Celtic. Celtic's Mark Wilson will tell you it's probably exceeding the expectations of any Celtic fan at the start of the campaign when had a new manager, countless new players. They were knocked out of three European competitions and lost three of their first six in the Premiership. What a comeback it is for Ange Postecoglou and his team to win a League Cup and now win a League title. But as we said at the top of the show, it can be equally as good a season for Rangers. How many League titles did you win, Mark Wilson? Four. Would you swap one of them to get to a European final and lose? Yes, I would. I think it's a remarkable achievement just to get there. The just to, to play in the, a competition that's so elite, um, but to to be in the last two. I think it's special. Roger just, you know, told you the figures there. And even if you had another Scottish clubs uh, uh, who's been in finals, you know, Dundee, I was at Dundee United, right? I lost in the UEFA Cup final. 83? 87. All right, it was close. <laughs> Didn't leave that much of an impression on me. But anyway, it was all about the club. You know, those players are legends at the club for getting to the final. So you see how special it is. I would say if Rangers lose it, I mean, what does that really stand for in the... And mm. the bigger picture Because Celtic the, the carrot at the start of this season Was that Champions League money Rangers have a huge opportunity They failed in the league But a huge opportunity but you, To recoup you, that you, you lived through it at Celtic You came to Celtic in the years after 2003 That Martin O'Neill team Which lost in Seville Is still lauded As yeah, one of the great yeah, Celtic teams right. of the modern era Yep. So in, in one sense Rangers can't lose Because even if they lose the game the simple achievement of getting to a European final, that squad of players led by James Tavernier will be lauded the same way that the Lamberts and the Suttons and the rest of that team, Lenin and Petrov, etc., are still lauded by Celtic supporters. What do you think, Alfie? 
Um, I think you get fair points, fair points all round. Um, can I have one wee shout out to a Rangers supporter online who's went over at the bone? A girl called at Lauren nine eight six six. She's the girl who's organised a private plane yeah, to go saw to Seville. Utter legend. So just want to give her a wee shout out and say you've done brilliant. I saw that Roger. Nothing surprised me anymore, to be honest. No, not but, at but all. It should. It should. It's quite. It's but, quite. Oh, oh, what do you mean? She's organised a private plane She chartered, chartered a, plane a plane And filled it with Rangers fans Who have replied to her on Twitter Right She got the plane And is she charging? Obviously Yeah Right so why is more people not doing that? Can you just do that easily? I don't know You could just charter a plane well, easy but... I, I, I saw you and the Dazzler Trying to hail a taxi After his birthday party <laughs> And I saw the, the, the struggle The two well, of you had with that, that. Aye. And So this, why This lady has organised An aircraft So why is Other people not doing that? It's a good, a good question. I mean, you can you can charter aircraft. A fair, fair player, but, but I'm just saying. I don't it's think it's simple. as easy as, as booking a minibus. I would assume, but I've never tried it, so I, I don't know. Oh. Well, maybe <laughs> others should. I'll be like, I mean, for instance, the well, clubs charter aircraft yeah. to, to, yeah, to go yeah, to I mean, European yeah, ties. Yeah, you, yeah it, it, it can be done. In your um, day, Roger, you would have flown with the team. Yes. To many European games, I've done yes. that a couple of times myself. I think it's a bit less common now. Yes. Um, so that, that essentially is just the club chartering yeah. an aircraft. You've been on them as yeah, a player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Hold on a minute. I saw you with the high vis on Glasgow Airport standing <laughs> outside a plane. You can well, be the pilot. If you're the pilot, if you want. Speed up the process. Eight grand a person. I'll charge you. That's a fair deal. You won't get there either, I don't think. Um, so, yeah, quite right, Alfie. Thanks for mentioning that. Let's uh, change topic slightly because uh, Roger Hanna's newspaper is tonight telling us, digitally, of course. And Ange Postacoglu is about to secure his first signing ahead of next season Mohanad Giazzi who is from Hammerby in Sweden He's a left back He is, well Iraq is the country of his birth Plays his football in Sweden And it looks like that's the first piece of the Ange Postacoglu puzzle for next season Let's bring in Ross uh, Who is a Celtic fan in Drumchapel What do you make of that Ross? I don't know if you've seen much about him But what do you make of the news? No, I just heard on the show uh, tonight mm-hmm. um, about the potential signing. Mm-hmm. I think it's brilliant that Podrick actually thinking ahead because I don't think we've had many managers that have done that actually thought ahead for next season and looking to get their signings in the door straight away. How beneficial is knowing what Waits for you at the start of next season, Roger. That oh. summer period's usually brutal when you you're back. They, they come back in June for you know for training. You don't even know if you're going to be out of Europe altogether in the Europa League and the Conference League. You know the Champions League. That certainty does that allow you to, oh, to plan? A million percent it does because Mark will tell you, you if you go back now, you could be set a qualification series that sends you to Kazakhstan or Iceland or all all manner of places in between. You could get knocked out, you could lose money, you could be relegated into other European competitions, you don't know how much income you're going to have for transfers, you don't know whether players will want to come if you're in a lesser competition. Um, So now, Celtic have probably their most settled summer that anyone can remember. They know that they're going into the Champions League groups. They know they're going to get the riches up to £40 million that comes with group stage football in that competition. And when Ange Postecoglou goes to speak to players that he wants to bring in, 
he doesn't say to them, listen, we need to go through a couple of rounds. We might be in the Champions League. We might not be in the Champions League, but we might be so. You could maybe play against the best. He can actually say, we're in the Champions League group stages. You're going to get six games against the elite of world football, as well as everything else that Celtic can give you. So it's an easy sell for him. It's an easy sell for the money men at Celtic Park. And... The training as well, you know, you're not jetting all around. I think they're going to Austria for a pre-season camp, but don't need to rush back. They don't have to worry about the draw for European football, where it might send them. It is a really comfortable pre-season, and I think Ange Postecoglou will really look forward to that. Yep, pretty much spot on. You know, I, I think even for the players, having that kind of settled squad, if they can get people in early, it gives you more time to work with them. As well, I mean, on the show for as long as I've been on here, I mean, we've been chatting throughout the summer. Who's Celtic going to sign? Who they who they might lose if they don't make the Champions League because they might not be able to afford to keep them, or the players have got bigger ambitions. So none of that this year. Much better, much more settled. And Ange Postecoglou started pretty early. Season's not even done yet, and he's got somebody in. So you'd imagine it'll be a busy June. Is it as simple as? They don't have a backup left back, really. So it seems like a good place to start. You know, he might overtake Greg Taylor. He might start all the games, but at the moment, that's not necessarily uh, important. Yeah, it's the obvious place to start. I would think it'll be interesting to see where else he prioritises next. I said in the show last week, the first thing I would try and do is nail down Jota and Cameron Carter-Vickers because you're taking the gamble out of the signing. You know these guys can come and play in Scottish football and excel in Scottish football. They've been two of the best players in the league this season. So if you can do deals with Benfica and Tottenham, get those deals done now. Um, If you can't do deals with Benfica and Tottenham, then for me, those would be two of the positions you would have Mm. to prioritise next. Yeah, I think he was asked today about Jota and Carter Vickers and said both the deals are happening in the background constantly. People are working on those things behind the scenes. I don't know if that makes you feel any better about it, Celtic fans. Ross, what else then, you know, is left back the priority? What else might be the priority going forward? I think left back in centre half, because nothing, nothing against Carl Starfield, but I don't think he's defensively solid. Um, I think, because I was at the Hearts game on Saturday, and I think it was him that made the mistake that led to Hearts scoring in first. Yeah, Mark, um, they two always play really. Stephen Welsh has been the other one that's been kind of involved. Christopher Julian's not there, mm. um, involved in any meaningful way. Cameron Carter Vickers might not sign, of course. You have to leave that possibility. So it would be pretty surprising, wouldn't it, if, um, if that wasn't an area that was looked at? Uh, maybe I think Julian will come back into it. I know he's been, you know, out the squad and I understand he's fit, but I think. With a good pre-season under his belt Those will be the three If, if Carter Vickers can, can get signed I think those will be the three With Stephen Welsh to back up I don't think there's any Real immediate worry In that position Like I've seen in years gone by Where you look at last year And you think Who Celtic had playing there You know Beaton And you had Welsh And you had Shane Duffy of course And there was gaping holes everywhere I don't think it's like that I think A fitter, fresher Christopher Julian Will prove uh, another decent centre half for Celtic So uh, He's there he's always fit He's been fit for ages mm, But uh, There's a difference when A team's playing Well And a partnership's formed And he's Getting back to fitness After an awful long time out It's almost like You start from zero again On mm. day one of pre-season And I think a couple of games In pre-season Training with the squad You'll be in a better place yeah. To challenge 
talk of near Beaton going back to yeah, Israel yeah, in the that. summer. You would think Ishmael Asoro would probably head out the club as well. I think it, that's it, a position. It, it, that's what's going to that midfield pivot. If yeah. you if you like, you know, if is Eddie Gucci not there though and just hasn't really featured? Well, Eddie Gucci's there and James McCarthy is there as well. But you you, you know. If Callum McGregor is rested or if Callum McGregor's pushed forward, well, it tends to be Beaton that plays. Mm-hmm. You just wonder, you know, if you're going to take Celtic up to the next level, and I think Ange will want to improve Celtic. I don't think he's going to, I don't, doesn't strike me as a manager who wants to rest on his laurels. I wonder if that sort of holding role, if you like, the pivot role in midfield might be one he might target in the summer. And we are learning, of course, this is breaking news tonight. Someone's very helpfully sent a pronunciation for you, Roger. Giaz. Giaz Giaz Mohanad Giaz There you are Thank you very much As you know My pronunciation isn't very good I was thinking about it On Saturday night When I saw my old pal Christopher Ayer Scored his first goal for Brentford Otherwise known as Adjir Yeah there we go He's doing well isn't he <laughs> uh, Thank you to Ross Keep the calls coming 01419511025 You can tweet us as well At Clyde SSB And what about this Clyde One Super Scoreboard Golden Goals Tell you what It's been a big few weeks On Golden Goals See if you're mm-hmm. talking about Chartering a plane Mark Wilson Yes You never know This, might be, the, this might be the type of money uh, That we're approaching here There's been a flurry recently Celtic and Rangers In the last week Have upped the total To 32,750 That is massive And one person Will win the lot In less than two weeks time but that prize money will be bigger than that by then Because Rangers and Celtic both play tomorrow They're going to play at the weekend In case you haven't heard Rangers are in the Europa League final And there's a Scottish Cup final as well So that number is going to be huge in a couple of weeks Make sure you're in it to win it Text GOAL to 61025 G-O-A-L to 61025 It is £2 to text Plus your standard message rate over 18s only And the full terms and online entry are at Clyde One. Com. Lines close Scottish Cup final day Saturday 21st of May At 6pm So for one, Your chance to be the winner One last reminder Text GOAL To 61025 Take more calls next 0141 This is Scottish football's League leader Clyde One Super scoreboard Roger Hanna's here So is Mark Wilson And you can get in touch On the usual number Or Twitter at Clyde SSB Let's hear from Ange Postacoglu He hopes Celtic can make it a special night For the Hoops fans tomorrow By clinching the title They of course go To Dundee United Everyone I think accepts It's pretty much done anyway But the official confirmation Lies in wait tomorrow evening Yeah, we're under no illusions That um, you know, tomorrow night you know, We've got the, the opportunity To make it a special night you know, For the football club And our supporters And um, yeah look I'm, I'm, I'm I'm sure they'll enjoy it. I guess it's uh, it's one of those, as you said, after last year's disappointments. Not just the fact that obviously we didn't have success as a football club, but you know they weren't able to to feel a part of it because you know they couldn't contribute because they weren't allowed in the grounds, the stadium. So yeah, you know, this year everyone's put in maximum effort, including our supporters. Um, everything they had pent up from last year, they've kind of released this year in in a positive way. So um, I'm sure everyone's looking forward to to the final two games. Our role in that is to just make sure we continue on with our good form and, and, you know, continue on from the football we played on the weekend, um, take that into tomorrow night and, and uh, you know, as, as I said, um, take the opportunity to make it a special night. How exciting is it as a player, Mark, when you know you've got that, that game, the one that should see it over the line? 
Yeah, of course it is. Um, but I think especially for the ones that were there last season and experienced all the negativity and deserved negativity around the club because the performance is on the pitch, to turn that round and know that you're 90 minutes away from kind of putting that right and setting the, the club back in the right track again. Um, no, it's huge. I, I mean, I was lucky enough to be there back in 2008. Um, I remember the night before we stayed up at uh, Carnoustie and just the build-up, of course... It was a bit more tense then because Rangers were uh, up at Pataudry and it was helicopter Thursday, if you like, and uh, we didn't know, um, we weren't in a, as good a position as this team are now. But they've pretty much done the job. But I like Ange Postacoglu, how he's always keeping his players on it, about, you know, getting over the yeah. line quickly. Who do, who do you, Rangers in a European final that year as well. That's it's, right. It's yeah, amazing how it comes round, you know, huh? Celtic winning in a, in a midweek night at Tannadice as Rangers are going to a European final. That's is right. that? Who's the lucky guy that gets stuck in a room with you at Carnoustie the night before winning the title? Uh, Gaz, Gaz Caldwell, see? Imagine the conversation. Me and Gary were roommates, oh, Honestly. At the time. Who sent who to sleep? Uh, <laughs> listen, that wasn't very entertaining, was it? Oh, but now no draw and beat the pundit that night. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, you've never seen me play Beat the pundit in the flesh uh, Pick me the night So I can show off no, Your bottle will go in front of him I know, by the way I would be there. You're a certainty Because you're in the tails seat So I am that, right. It just depends Because, well, yeah Tuesday it's usually t- We'll get to that We'll get to that in Five, ten minutes time Let's bring in Davey Who's a Celtic fan And wish her, Davey How's it going, guys? Not bad Hi, How Davey. are you? Are you well? Yeah, I am good man. very good um, point? I just I just wanted to get it across that that, that guy Alfie has phoned in. He's not the only one. I've got loads of Rangers mates saying the sort of same stuff that this would be the most amazing. You couldn't you couldn't top this experience for Scottish football. But I just don't understand why they can't just enjoy their moment instead of coming on and saying that Celtic fans' blood is boiling because they're in the final. But the comment that he says about it being obviously better than this, the 67 season and the panel just uncharging it was is just unbelievable. I mean, Roger, how, how could you not challenge that, Roger? I must admit, I don't remember him saying it was better than 67. No, I didn't, but, uh, I did, I didn't hear that. Did, people, have, people have said that in the last few days. I didn't hear Alfie saying that. Um, listen, Celtic won the European Cup in 1967. The first British team ever to do so. So that stands alone. But if Rangers win the Europa League next Wednesday night, that will be up there with one of the greatest achievements in Scottish football history. So I know there's always going to be the the one-upmanship among different supporters. And listen, that's what keeps this show going, Gordon. But it will be quite an achievement. And I would like to think we get to the end of this season with both sets of supporters really proud of what their clubs have achieved this season. I'll be, uh, well, wait, if Rangers win it, it'll be the second greatest achievement uh, in, in Scottish football. But you think how good that still is. You think of all the great names before I was born and all the great teams and even teams after that to not win a European trophy. Yeah. And this group of players are 90 minutes away. So that's why it's held in such high regard. Yeah. I mean, I think obviously, right, before we complicate things, the European Cup slash Champions League is the tier above the Europa League. So yeah. that, that's obvious. That's yeah. where Davies coming from. However... Are people on the other side of the argument viewing it through the lens of the era and how it's undeniably harder to win a European trophy now? Is that is that what well, is, that, is that what elevates it? Because uh, you know, uh, in normal circumstances, of course, you're not going to compare 
that tournament uh, compare those two tournaments but when you add the era into the mix of course football has moved on um, you know much less games to play back in the, the 60s the 70s the 80s to win a European trophy um, I, I mean the money as well at, in terms of now the gap is huge and Roger mentioned Rangers run when you think back to the Champions League qualifiers getting knocked out then Alishkart to get into this competition the games just keep coming so of course the stretch of games is greater it's a brilliant achievement but the European Cup still pulls rank over anything is that where they're coming from Davey can you see any sense in that anything that you agree with in the sense that you know it's very difficult to do that now because of the way football's changed and the money yeah well I'm just thinking back to 2003 I was I was born in the 8th so I was 15 at the time but I could never remember anybody any Celtic fans saying that this that would be a better achievement than 67 but and well done Mark for saying it because everybody's just sort of rolling over and accepting accepting the comments that this would be the best ever Scottish achievement and obviously it wouldn't be but I just don't know why they can't just enjoy it instead of thinking about us obviously just living in their heads all the time that's just the rivalry Two ways It works It's a two way street Roger Because I bet you any money There's a Rangers fan Waiting in the wings right now To say it actually is better Than 1967 <laughs> It's yeah. great for me I, I Sort of You know This always surprises me This stuff I can't believe you would care You know Because you would just enjoy it anyway But there we go It is the rivalry as you say Of course it is Listen <laughs> And that's I'm sure That is half the fun For the supporters of Celtic and Rangers And Tomorrow Celtic will Win a championship they will have the bragging rights for a few days over the Rangers fans. And then, next Wednesday in Seville, Rangers, as we were saying, all you can do is give yourself a chance. I think it's a phrase I've used a few times through this run to Seville. And they gave themselves a chance by winning in Dom, and they did it. And a chance by winning the first leg against Red Star, and they did it. And then they've got through against Braga, and they've got through against RB Leipzig. And it's been an incredible run. It's actually been a, a scintillating run. In 2008, there were a few games that Weren't too aesthetically pleasing Not for the football purist And they got through With defensive solidity This time they've got through With some swashbuckling football It's been terrific to watch at times None more so than last Thursday night at Ibrox And They've given us a chance Gordon How are you feeling about tomorrow night Davey? Yeah, obviously I'm really excited Because I was looking back through Twitter at the start of the season Going through maybe the first quarter of the season and it was just all the same it was like we have no chance no chance of this Andrew will be gone by Halloween that but just look he's got the the manager of the year and everything so I'm really really proud of the team to be able to come to because last season was just an absolute shambles yeah those ones are the, those ones aren't anything in life Mark somebody's writing you off and you prove them wrong that's that's yeah. sweet yeah of course it is I, but I don't think there's many Celtic fans that that would have honestly believed mm-hmm. that Ange Postacoglu would have won the league, would have won the League Cup, would have won Manager of the Year, and be building what looks like something special. I believe that the back to manager because he was a Celtic manager, but we honestly asked him, was this going to be where Celtic were at this time? I doubt there'd be many that would have agreed with that. You know what I'm looking forward to? What? The predictions at the start of the next season. Because for nine seasons... Everybody took Celtic the first mm. day of the season Because yeah, they were true. going to win the league And then at the start of this season Everybody Rangers had just won 55 
The squad was still there They were going to win the league Celtic were in turmoil But the start of next mm. season You could have Celtic as defending champions And League Cup winners And Rangers as Scottish Cup And Europa League holders perhaps uh, Before we get to that We have to out some of you For your predictions From this season So don't mm. worry We'll do that soon Thank you to Davey That takes us up nicely To time for this Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Mark, this is right up your street. You know, sometimes we throw an extra incentive in for Beat the Pundit, and yeah. a prize tagged on. Uh, well, in June, we've got the return of the Summer Night Race Meeting at Air Race Course. Oh. It's Friday the 17th and Saturday the 18th of June, and there's a DJ set from Gok Wan. I know you're a massive fan of <laughs> so you can so you can go along and, yeah. and enjoy that. Um you'll need to pay though, because you can't win the tickets. Yeah, Just for getting through on Beat the Pundit tonight. You don't even need to get any questions right, although I would advise that you do. Just for getting through to play, you get the tickets. You can buy them online, like I say, but every night this week we'll give them away. So 0141 951 1025 and we'll play Beat the Pundit next. Tackle the headlines. 0141951 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Roger Hanna and Mark Wilson here tonight 01419511025 We've been hearing lots of thoughts and forecasts about Seville And I'm not talking about the game by the way I'm talking about the journey and the ticketing and fan zones and all that sort of stuff Celtic fans are looking ahead to tomorrow night I'm sure to wrap up the Scottish Premiership title So on either of those keep your calls coming if you want to move on to something different This is a perfect chance to do so Massive games tonight The old trap door for Dundee It could be about to open It could be confirmed tonight They are at home to Hibs I'll get you some team news from that game very soon Inverness are broth Everyone's favourite fairy tale are broth If it's going to be the ending that many people fancied It'll need to be through the playoffs So that one's about to kick off in just a couple of minutes time So let's hear from you on the phones And we'll speak to you after this Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football Right, Beat the Pundit time We had a victory for the listeners last night I think we did Which means I think we've only got three signed balls left For the oh, season really? So once we dr- dr- drop below that You need to buy your own Don't worry about it tonight Well, I don't We're know why safe. I was, We're in safe why hands. I was looking can, at Roger Can I just say to you If you go through with that Daz will get 10 out of 10 I know that we could be the kick up the backside he needs. Uh, anyway, Alan is a Rangers fan from Croftfoot. How's it going, Alan? I'm good, thanks, Gordon. How are you? Yeah, not bad, not bad at all. Looking forward to next week by any chance? Oh God, aye. aye. We might if you win tonight, we'll get the sign ball out to you in time, and you can boot it around the living room while the game's on. Unless you're going, are you heading over? No, Gordon. See, instead of the sign ball, could I get two tickets for the? Europa Cup final <laughs> <laughs> I'll see what I can do Mark Wilson's got Mark Wilson's got a lot of sway in at Rangers So I'll see if he can uh, <laughs> set you up right Heads it will be Roger Hanna And tails it will be Mark Wilson It's heads tonight Oh, oh I get to Somewhere In the, a dark corner of North Lanarkshire <laughs> Gordon DL Has just smashed his radio Because for the first Tuesday In about six months It's not And we've got We've got Beat the Pundit We've got oh. Full Time Teaser And I've got a Daz related quiz question For you oh, two We'll look forward to that one Right I'm afraid Alan bad news for you But Roger does start on <laughs> What about Alan? Sorry Mark Hold on offense. What do you mean bad news? Come on Don't even start me No one needs that Explained uh, We'll give Roger some Clyde 
two to listen to And that way he can't hear you Alan He does start on minus one So you never know Answer as many as you can And pass if you don't know Alright Thank you Let's go 30 seconds on the clock And your time Starts Now That's the wrong button For goodness sake Here we go Your time starts now Which stadium hosted Rangers 2008 UEFA Cup final? Uh, Manchester City's ground Which Celtic player has received both the most yellow and red cards for his side this season? Uh, pass Name either side Craig Brewster has managed either Scottish side Dundee United Name the only country Kieran Tierney has scored against for Scotland mm, Estonia Which SPFL side are known as the Ton? Morton Name the only current Scottish Premiership manager who started out as a caretaker Caretaker manager I should say Because someone thinks he's like The Janny in a school uh, Right Anyway let's bring back Roger Hanna Roger can you hear us? Yeah I've got you back Right same set of questions Are you ready? Yeah 30 seconds on the clock And your time Starts now Which stadium hosted Rangers 2008 UEFA Cup final? Yeah, the Etihad Which Celtic player has received Both the most yellow and red cards For his side this season? E- Name either Scottish side that Craig Brewster has managed Cali Thistle Name the only country Kieran Tierney has scored against for Scotland uh, Iceland Which SPFL side are known as the Ton? Morton And name the only current permanent Scottish Premiership manager who started out as a caretaker Oh that's a very good question Started out as a caretaker <laughs> uh, David Martindale Okay 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 What's the verdict Alan? You feeling confident? Uh, no very no mm, Let's go through them and find out Okay so the first one uh, It was the City of Manchester Stadium The Etihad So you both get that One each No I'm still 1-0 down Minus Oh yeah one. you're 1-0 down Sorry Very I'm honest, honest of you. Yeah. Um, To be fair I would have clicked at some point I'm, I'm, I'm surprised at this Which Celtic player has got Both the most yellow And red cards this season I can see it with red but how he's managed to get the most yellows when he doesn't play that often near Beaton? Is it really? I was going to say Beaton. Oh. I, 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 I was going to say it as well, Alan, with my 17th guess. Um, <laughs> surprised at that. I mean, I can't remember many Celtic players being sent off, so it, it, it would make sense on mm. that front. But how he's got the most yellows? Yeah. Anyway, uh, still technically, Alan won up, and it stays that way because Craig Brewster has indeed managed Inverness and Dundee United. Um... The only country Kieran Tierney scored against It was like the most recent game we played Poland Oh no Yeah that was no. his first Scotland no, goal I, I yeah. know. None of you got that right The Ton Greenock Morton Absolutely So you still trail by one Roger mm-hmm. Name the only current Scottish Premiership manager Who started out as a caretaker It's David Martindale And he's equalised Alan It breaks my heart You were so close That's the closest anyone's come to beating him in months well, well, that's something. It's just proof, Alan, that here on a Tuesday night, Daz feeds the answers into me when what he's are you not about here. To moan at? Well, he, he stalled for time in the last one by repeating the question. I do say you're a li- once we start the question. Mm. Now you don't have an infinite amount of time, but nah, I thought it was just within the realms of what's acceptable. Producer Chris is nodding away. He's look like at this guy, some teammate he is. He's trying to take this victory nah, off. Daz is right about him. Well, I wanted to see what all the fuss was about. Daz always says, you know, he's great, but mm, I was slightly underwhelmed. What was his worst performance ah, of the I season. I was underwhelmed. I think he prefers being nervous when I was here. Mm-hmm. Um, they were hard questions. Mm-hmm. Near beaton was very tough to get. Um, 
All right. Okay. Anyway, we're going to do the tiebreaker. How long, the, how long have I got for the tiebreaker, Mark? Here's <laughs> the way it works, Alan. I read the question. Roger writes his answer down, and I then invite you to give me your attempt. Okay. Okay. It's quite simple. It's a simple question. I can't promise that the answer's simple. How many saves has Craig Gordon made domestically this season? In fact, is it just the league? Just in case that makes any difference to you <laughs> I think it's the league How many saves has Craig Gordon made this season? Write it down, Roger Hanna I, Do you know I actually know this? On the button Do you? Mentioned at the weekend ah, Anyway, hurry up, write it know. down, show me your paper Hurry up How many digits is he going here? Alan, what do you think? 38 What? Alan? <laughs> he's he's Alan oh. well, then hang up. Can we get a second serve on this <laughs> Alan bear in mind He's played 36 games <laughs> He's going to have made More than a save a game Isn't he He's the player of the year Oh well oh, Alan You've devastated me It's 132 Roger Hanna said 150 150 So you were considerably Closer than Alan <laughs> oh, Alan hard lines You did so well Hard lines balls. Sorry Ball, <laughs> That's boy. very true Every cloud Thank you to Alan In Crawford I'll tell you what It's a mixed bag He pushes Roger Hanna Closer than anyone For a long time And then he goes And does that Absolutely blew it Didn't he ah, He just jumped in I'm so t- I mean <laughs> Dreadful Al- answer Alan's gone from The best performance Against Roger Hanna To the worst tiebreaker Answer I've ever heard uh, Oh no it's been worse than I know Gordon Deal's done a I few I was close Roger Do you Do, do, do you want Do you give you a bit of time Do you want your Daz related quiz question well, Go on then Let's keep the quizzing together 25 years ago today mm-hmm. 10th of May 1997 Mark right. Wilson's writing this down Gordon DL created British football history No chance That's... Yes he did yeah, I, I have I have actually got proof on my phone How did he do it? It's got to be something outside the box It can't just be like a Normal one of the mill football fact no. It can't be no, I, no, no, I know, know. I know. If you've got I this know. I'll be so impressed Scored Three hat tricks no, in a no, week. No, 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 no. Because he always bangs on no, about that's it. That's what I mean. With no disrespect to no, our no, colleague, no. who's a great goal getter, it's no, got to no, be something no. more bizarre. Is it something more bizarre? It is more bizarre. Uh, than must that. be anyway. And it's a record that stands to this day. No, it's going to be something ridiculous. It must be. Look at the look in his face. We'll find out soon. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five on Twitter or at Clyde SSB. And, and Gordon, I'm also quite confident. He won't know what it oh, is either That's a certainty um, Inverness are both In the playoff tonight That's a cracker Roger Hanna we, we all know what's at stake The chance to play Probably St Johnson Yeah um, It's five Six Seven minutes in Even I'm struggling with Basic time telling here um, Yeah The goalless at the moment Yeah I think they're both Are the better of it um, They've had A little bit of a break Since our last league game A week past on Friday night Against Morton um, Cali Thistle have had two games Against Partick In the intervening days um, They actually put Partick Thistle away More convincingly Than I thought they would But you just don't know What it's taken out of them Those two games uh, While our both Have been resting up It's always difficult If you're third Or fourth As a both in Inverness Sorry As a both in Partick We have to try and get through These three games you do, you do just wonder You know if that break Might help our broth Well we watched this fixture um, In the league Not so long yes, ago we did, And yeah, we right. tuned in Thinking that We said at the start Big pressure on our broth But they'll get there Because they're at the top of the table And they get absolutely thumped I mean uh, Was it 2-0 at half time Ended up maybe 3-0 uh, If memory serves me right So In hindsight One of the days that 
Mental role Playing the, the playoffs Rather yeah. than automatic so. But they've started The better team here That day Inverness were all over them From the start Or both started The better here Yeah bear with me Because there's obviously A lot to happen So whoever wins this Over two legs Will probably face St Johnson Over two legs um, And then look to get Into the top flight In terms of the automatic Relegation spot Dundee It could be confirmed Tonight Similar to Celtic At the top It's it's almost done But it could be confirmed Tonight They do host Managerless Hibs At Dens Park Let's get the Build up there And some team news With our colleague Dale Eaton Thank you Gordon Yes It's a huge game Here at Dens Park Tonight As Dundee's relegation Will be confirmed If they fail to beat Hibs The home side Need all three points To keep their survival hopes Alive Hibs come into this game in 8th place with a win taking them back above Livingston into 7th. Mark McGee's made four changes to his side after their 2-0 loss to St Mirren at the weekend. Byrne, Mulligan, Anderson and McMullen come in for Adam, McCowan, McGowan and Mullen. And they line up as follows. In goals at Sharp with Marshall, Sweeney, McGee and Kerr at the back. Byrne, Mulligan and Anderson in midfield with McMullen, Rudden and McGinn in attack. On the bench, it's Welsh, Fontaine, McGowan, McCowan, Chapman, Robertson, Daly Campbell and Charlie Adam. Hibs make three changes following their one-all draw with Aberdeen as Rocky Bushiri, Lewis Stevenson and James Scott come in for Paul Hanlon, Jake Doyle-Hayes and Elias Melkerson. And they line up with Matt Macy in goals, Paul McGinn, Rocky Bushiri and Ryan Porteous in defence, Doig, Newell, Stevenson and Clark with Henderson, Campbell and James Scott. On the bench for Hibs, it's... Kevin Dabrowski, Jake Doyle-Hayes, Aiken, Delafierre, Haig, Jasper, Laidlaw, McGregor and Melkerson. And tonight's referee is Craig Napier. Well, that's a huge game, there's no doubt about it, Roger. Any game that can seal your relegation falls into the huge category. Yeah, I saw Dundee for Super Scoreboard at Paisley on Saturday, Gordon, and I made a lot, as you would, of Charlie Adams' error at the start of the game. <sighs> but for the next 86 minutes, they were hopeless. They never looked like getting back in the game They didn't look like a team who Were fighting and scrapping And really believed that they could stay in the Premiership um, And I've absolutely no confidence That they'll beat Hibs tonight And give themselves half a chance of staying up mm. I'm the same It's just been you know, Too much of the same for Dundee You know, James McPake had them You know, scrapping away you remember he went to Tynecastle and he got a great result and you thought maybe there is a glimmer of hope and when you change manager you always look for something special to ignite and it's just went the opposite way for Dundee. Uh, in hindsight, it's a poor decision at the time but we all, we all say that but in hindsight, it is a poor decision at the time and I believe their fate will be sealed tonight. I can't see them beating Hibs. No. <laughs> and even if it, Aye, it, does, even it doesn't, if do. doesn't necessarily keep you up it just maybe prolongs, prolongs it. it. Um and you know, hearing from Dale there, as you mentioned, you know, no Charlie Adam tonight. Yeah. And uh, yeah, where the wins come from when you've had so few of them? Is it five in thirty-six games, yeah. and you're now looking for two in the yeah, in and, the remaining two? And none, unfortunately, in the twelve games under Matt McGee, it's a it's a change of management. I think if you change manager mid-season, it's always a gamble. And you look for that new manager bounce, and sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't get it. But it's very rare that you go twelve games with a new manager. Without so much as one win And it's just not worked out We spoke to Mark McGee after the game on Saturday He's keen to continue But I think if he does continue I think there will need to be changes elsewhere at the club But what made it just odd Not The appointment of Mark McGee Just for left field 
it was odd enough But remember the ban that he was serving at the time Where Dundee needed an instant impact And the Dundee board thought that that was okay That that wouldn't be that big a deal Well it's proved now that was a big deal mm-hmm. Because no momentum was gained You know they lose the first few games And they're on their, their backs to the wall right away When Mark McGee's on the touchline It's too late The chance was gone Then the, the quite odd press conferences You've got to say Was a wee bit out there as well all this added up it, It's been a nightmare season for them We'll continue the build up It's still goalless Inverness or Broth Or Broth had a decent chance At the back post There it goes a begging Let's bring in Graham In Mulgai How are you Graham? Hi there yeah I'm good thank you First time caller Good to have you What's the what's the plan then For next week Because I feel like that's why Loads of people are getting in touch For the first time Yes I have been listening To the show tonight And loads of people asking Where they're going to watch the game uh, My story is I'm not actually going to see the game At all um, I'm not going to see it at oh. all, no The 18th uh, is the day me and my family fly out to Paris That morning uh, for my daughter's birthday And it just happens to also be our wedding anniversary that day <sighs> Oh, he's and done himself in, Mark Wilson Got to prioritise here though, you can still watch a game, can you know? Well, my wife's saying we're going to Paris, there's no way we're sitting <laughs> watching a football match Put on the line. Graham, what nip, is your... nip through to the other room. Put <laughs> on the line. We need to speak to this lady. What is your ex-wife's name, Graham? <laughs> <laughs> Her name is Alexis. Alexis, come on. We need to start a campaign for, for Graham. On behalf free of football Graham. fans everywhere. Free Graham. <laughs> Hashtag free Graham. It actually gets worse than that. Oh no. Um the Saturday, the Scottish Cup final. Mm-hmm. At the time of the game, we're gonna be up the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Are you allowed to do it, Graham? <laughs> to be fair, it sounds like a pretty good trip You know, football Oh, that's uh, great aside. But Is it a special birthday, Graham? Um, she's been meaning to go to uh, Paris for the school Obviously, but with Covid, she's not been able to go So, um, she's obsessed with Paris So, that's why we're going It's the wedding anniversary as well It's a double whammy yeah. You've got, you got to you celebrate a wedding anniversary Any year <laughs> Can't watch a Europa <laughs> League final Any year <laughs> You've got to prioritise, Graham. I'm sorry, Graham. The one and your thing, daughter's birthday will happen every year as well. Not many people phone this show for marriage advice. I'll give you that, Roger Hannah. There's a reason for that. Yeah, incidentally, yeah, there's absolutely um, a reason for that. Yeah, and he's just lucky Gordon wasn't actually uh-huh. here tonight. Um, oh, Graham, you, what, you're going to have to do something. You can, I don't know, sneak watch it on the phone. A wee sly glance under the table. That you manage that surely. I will try something. You I feeling? Something. You feeling confident? Will you get the result you're looking for anyway? I don't know I maybe just have to give her some wine So she falls asleep somewhere Yeah, and see now he's, he's, he's getting along more Mark Wilson And by the way I don't know Can we condone that on the family no. show? Probably not Please drink responsibly <laughs> uh, That was nearly the last ever episode Of Played One Super Scoreboard there uh, Thank you Graham. Enjoy the trip anyway will you It was nice to, to get in touch I will do Enjoy the show Good Take man. care guys That was Graham and Enjoy guy. the Eiffel Tower <laughs> Next week smashing I've been there It's great But Europa League final night Come Is that on. not a good story to tell in years to come though? When Rangers won the Europa League If that happens to be the case No not really? Nah you're right I'm, I'm clutching I'm trying my I mean, best He's going to get slaughtered for life for that That's the thing <sighs> I'm trying my best Well Alexis will be happy And the daughter will be delighted That relationship seems one way <laughs> 1419511025 We are on Twitter at Clyde SSB So pick up the phone Tweet us Let us know what's on your mind And we'll do the full time teaser next Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141 This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. 
Roger Hanna's here So is Mark Wilson And it's 01419511025 For you to join them Let's get tonight's Full time teaser Up and running Nikki in Alexandria Sent this in So thank you to Nikki Full time At Clyde1.com Now Mark You're getting a real treat tonight Because yeah. the Tuesday questions Have to be hard For Roger Hanna But this one's one of these Sort of I'll just read the question Forget the introduction right It's a bit different Can you name the last 10 players To score In an old firm match Where their surname Begins with a consonant And ends in a vowel It's actually quite easy I think Once you get over that Right so Can you name the last 10 players To score In an old firm match Where their surname Begins with a consonant And ends in a vowel Jota Yep Yes right Roger Take it away Nine to get Roger you're in Mark Wilson's shadow At this point Things no, you never thought no. You would hear He's not in the last oh, ten Oh Roger so Try and keep up Up from there Oh that's good I yeah, like that He's not quite in the last ten A Hatati Oh you're back ways Well done <laughs> Do you know what I'm now panicking about the question Big time Because oh, Hatati not on Nicky it? doesn't have him on the oh, list Oh no Nicky what have you done to me <laughs> So we're, now, we're now looking for 11 What have you No, no because it, it, We could be looking for 19 For all I know Because once you discover That the list is ropey I'll get producer Chris To do an extra double check on it Defoe Yes So we're looking for the last 10 players Because yeah. what we'll do is We'll just pretend Hitati's on it <laughs> And I'll just chop off The guy who's in 10th See what I've done there Oh that's good I'm going to need to check high. the rest of them Can you name the last 10 players To score in an old firm game Where their surname begins With a consonant and ends in a vowel. So we've got Jota, we've got Hatati, and we've got Defoe. We'll leave it there, and you've got until the end of the show. If, like Nicky and Alexandria, you want to send a question in full time at Clyde1.com. Still goalless, Inverness are both 20 minutes gone. Who's the happier? Mm, I think it's turned a bit scrappy now. A lot of. A lot of the plays in the middle of the pitch, a lot of tackles flying in. So, are both obviously Dick Campbell will be the happier because he started better, but the game's just kind of had a wee bit of a lull at the minute. Now let's bring in Mark, who's a Rangers fan. What's your point tonight, Mark? Hi guys. Uh, a point for uh, for Roger. A couple of questions actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, first of all, I, th- I don't think the figures we're, we're quoting are correct. I think. <laughs> Am I not right in saying this could be upwards of if you a hundred million quid? If you actually look at it for a second, so if Rangers win the Europa League, if if they win it, which I hope they do, that's forty five million as well Celtic. So that's forty five. Rangers are about to announce, I'm told, in the region of twenty eight million pounds if they win this from this year's European run, from the gate receipts from everything. So that that's upwards of seventy million quid. You've then got if they win it, if they win it, another five to ten million from the Super Cup. And then you've got what you'll sell on the back of, of memorabilia for this. So so we're talking a huge war chest next season. Um, there's also, I'm sure there'll be one or two players that will be sold. I mean, the likes of Arrivo, who I know is, will want to go and play in England. Somebody wants to come and get him. You're looking 20, 25 million now. So there's huge money going to be available to Gio. Huge money. So my first question to, to, to God, to God, to Roger, is... Who do you think is definitely leaving the club? Obviously, we've got the players left that are out of contract. There's Davis, McGregor, Balogun and Goats, and the rest are all got longer-term contracts other than the two boys that are on loan. Um, personally, I'd like to see Diallo get another year. But just to see out of these four who you think will go, and on top of that, I mean, potentially, could you not be looking at 40 or 50 million quid here being given to a manager that's not been able to sign his own players? 
yeah. think, well, a couple of things, Roger. Um, I don't know. I don't think anyone had quoted figures anyway. Mark's right in terms of the way it all adds up. I noticed. Well, uh, yeah, I the, think, the athletic I think look, amongst others had a, a yeah. nice breakdown yesterday. I think you're looking at well, the, all, the run this season. They're all, they're all trailing our dear friend David Freel who had the breakdown in Saturday's Scottish Sun. I think um, four million pounds from making the final. But another three and a half if Rangers were to win the game. You know, you're quite right, Mark. I think it's forty million pounds mm-hmm. for the from the Champions League group stages. You would then get, you know, a cut of the gate receipts and you would qualify mm-hmm. for that European Super Cup final on August the tenth against Liverpool or Real Madrid and Helsinki. I think that's going to be worth around seven million pounds to the winners of that as well. You know, i think the club Rangers have already pocketed about fifteen million in the run so far. Then you look at, as you say, all the merchandising, everything mm-hmm. that would go with that. So there is going to be you know, a fair bit of money, you know, g- going about there. Who's going to go? Who's going to stay? Well, you saw on Saturday a couple of contracts done. Scott Arfield and Alec Lowey both signing um, late in the afternoon on Saturday. I-, I genuinely can't see Alan McGregor or Stephen Davis staying. Alan McGregor's over 40 years of age now. And Stephen Davis has become a bit part player at 37 under Giovanni Van Bronckhorst. I would expect the two of them to leave. Um of a feeling Balligan might hang around whether he's a first choice or not the, the the most important one for me I mentioned the importance for Celtic of signing Jota and Carter Vickers on permanent deals because you know what you're getting from them the most important for me for Rangers would be signing Conor Goldson on a new deal because with each season Conor Goldson has been at Ibrox he's become a better player he's become a more influential figure and for me he's one mm. of the first names in the team sheet he was for Steven Gerrard, he is for Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and I think Rangers will try and pull out all the stops still to keep Conor Goldson. Yeah, I mean Mark, there's a, uh, Mark Wilson in the studio, there's a lot that needs to happen. Obviously Rangers need to win this thing next week for a lot of that stuff to kick in for the Champions League money, for um, the Super Cup money obviously and so on. Um, but then, that I suppose takes you into maybe a different place with regards players we just spoke about Celtic earlier if you're in the Champions League versus if you're not in the Champions League might change your opinion on players that you look to bring players that you look to keep players that you know are already there yeah of course it does you know it becomes easier to get players in the door Uh, better calibre from higher leagues if you're in the Champions League Um, you've also got the money to back it up and bring them in and put them on a higher wage structure But you said it Gordon There's a lot of ifs in there You know The big if is Next Wednesday night In Seville If Rangers win it Then They can look forward to the Super Cup And all the money that that brings And the glamour Because it is a glamour tie that It's a bit of a celebration game uh, And all the merchandise And the Champions League money But if they don't win it Then They've got What 15 million mm. Game no, the, this this run is still going to be very lucrative this yeah. year. Yeah, I think you're still look, knocking on the door of forty million all in, Roger. Yeah. By the time you add on your gate okay. receipts, your prize money, your TV yeah. pool, and so on. Okay, so uh, it will be hugely boosted if they win it, and that is the pressure on the Rangers players. It's great getting to the final. It's achievement that we've all spoke about all week, but there is huge ramifications. Um, or, or should I say a huge incentive to win it Because it just puts them in a much better place Going into the summer mm. And it makes Van Bronckhurst's job a lot easier I mean Mark did say at the end there Roger You could be talking about 40 or 50 million Handed to a manager who's not signed these new players That I don't know 
under any circumstance, even if it does go to plan, would Rangers go and spend fifty million on players in a summer? Um, I would doubt it. Um, you remember when when Giovanni van Bronckhorst first arrived at Ibrox as a player in the summer of nineteen ninety eight? There was there was a huge splodge of cash that summer. There was five million in van Bronckhorst, five million in Arthur Newman, five million in Daz's pal Andre Kinchelskis. There were other signings coming in. Gabby Amato came in for for a big sum of money. You you then see when Martin O'Neill went to Celtic, you know, six million Sutton, six million Lennon, six million Hearts, and whatever it was. But you ve- you very very seldom see such a big sum of money. Going in the one summer I would think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst Will be looking to bring in Maybe even up to half a dozen Depending Whether Goldson stays And Balogun stays And McGregor And Davis stay Wouldn't surprise me Because Ramsey and Diallo As Mark was saying They'll go as well So if there's half a dozen going out Hmm. It's reasonable to think He'll want half a dozen in Craig talk to me more About your point On Ahmad Diallo What makes you want To see more of him On loan next year Myself, um, because he's not had a, a fair run due to the way the team's been, been phenomenal when he's, and he's been substituted when players have been sent off and things. And looking at the other day, the boys got something. So I would love them to go to Man U um, and say, look, can we give him another year? Um, just the other point they've made there, to me, as much as Goldson has been magnificent, I mean, remember, we've signed John Souter, who clearly they rate um, as, as, a, as a top-class centre-back. But the other thing is, the one I would want out of all them is McGregor. He doesn't look in any way that he's ready to go. I mean, you look at his pal, Craig Gordon, surely, I, I would just love, surely the incentive of the Champions League would be an opportunity for McGregor to say, well, hold on, bow out in a year's time. Yeah, oh, listen, it's a very interesting point I mean, here's Craig Gordon He's he's made over 130 saves in the Premiership this season, hasn't he, Gordon? <laughs> I think you'll find, yeah, he has yeah, indeed Yeah, so, you know, if he can do that at 39 Alan McGregor's only a year old I just get the feeling, and I might be completely wrong um, Because, you know, Scott Arfield The contract was just announced suddenly on Saturday evening So maybe Rangers are, are, have got something like that up their sleeve And they're going to announce a new deal for Alan McGregor I just get the vibe that, that you know This might be it For Alan McGregor And he might go out On, on a great high In Seville Next Wednesday night Because At Hamden on the Saturday More than likely It'll be John McLaughlin Yeah there, there were always Rumours last season Mark That he was going to Call it quits then And you know Stephen Gerrard Was there And, and he stayed on Mark's obviously convi- Mark on the line Is convinced But you know He's, he's actually had Some criticism on yeah. This show um, This season You just wonder What the the end game will be Yeah My only thought on it Was that if he did stay on It would be for A shot at the Champions League Which would obviously Require Rangers To win the Europa League um, I thought Maybe that's why He stayed on last season Winning the league And then the Champions League Qualifiers He wanted to bow out At the top level But I would just think How much more can you do For the club If Rangers win it Or get into a, even get into A Europa League final How much more Can he really achieve I'm starting to go with Roger and think that this will be his his last one. This will be his swung song. What a way to go out. What about Mark's point on Ahmad Diallo? Because you know, on, on paper you would think no chance. Like this, but this arrived to all this fanfare has made next to no impact. Mm-hmm. Rangers have going to go on and not win the league. What they've done in Europe hasn't really been down to him, but. We do have to remind ourselves of how quick we are to judge. It might might it be that he, with a bit more time and with a bit you know a bit more of a run to settle himself in in a pre season, maybe you do see that potential next season. 
No, I think the ship has sailed for Dial at Rangers. I think Van Bronckers has had enough of a look at him um, to have made his mind up by now. I think if he was thinking about keeping him, he would have played him in some of those other games or brought him on at different times in games. I just don't think he was suited to here, to be honest. I know he looked all right and for 45 mm-hmm. minutes against Dundee United at weekend, took his goal well. I thought he looked good at Ross County and his debut. But apart from that, I think he's... He's been a bit of a letdown If I'm honest Coming from Manchester United And all the hype that came I think he's been a letdown Can you become suited though Roger I suppose Would be the question You know Yes maybe he didn't Arrive suited Straight away But can Can that develop Yeah Listen possibly He seemed to impress The game against Indy United at uh, Ibrox On Sunday afternoon Maybe You know It was a January signing Maybe it just takes uh, yeah, As a young man A bit of time to settle in Maybe a deal can be done I, I certainly don't think He's done enough that he could expect to go back to Manchester United and, and worry the first team under Eric Ten Hag next season so maybe a deal can be done for him to stay I suppose when you loan a player from clubs of that size you don't know what the terms might be next season do you need to take on more of the wage burden yeah. and there would be a lot to figure out there I guess of course there would and as some of the callers have said maybe Rangers have more finance next season that would allow them to take on more of the wage burden um, we're talking about Aaron Ramsey going they didn't take on a lot of his wage burden. Um, I think we're all accepted. He'll be leaving Juventus in the summer. Is there any way he could come back next season? I would doubt it, but you, you just never know. But I think having the money, that a couple of the corners were talking about, both clubs, it gives them a little bit more scope to be slightly more ambitious and adventurous in the transfer market this summer than they would ordinarily have been. Yeah, I, I believe that. If the money that Rangers are getting, this year From this run alone I think they can look at a, a higher standard Of player You know I don't think They'll go down the loan route If they've got cash To actually use I think they would have been Doing their work Homework For a long time now Much like Celtic Would be doing the same And when you have got The ready cash To go to clubs And make serious offers And offer people Who are out of contract Serious money Then I don't think You'll be seeing Aaron Ramsey back Or I don't think You'll be seeing Diallo back For another season When they can actually Sign people permanent I guess tomorrow Might be an opportunity From the start Roger If there is going to be any Late audition um, You know For next season Tomorrow night yeah, my well, deal. Well, If not tomorrow night Then certainly Saturday afternoon I would think at Tynecastle I think um, by Saturday It will be The Charlie McCanns The Adam Devines The Alec Lowry's The Leon Kings again I think people like that Will get a run Because Saturday, even though it's lunchtime It's a bit too close to Wednesday night in Seville For my liking I think it'll be a, a, a real shadow team come Saturday uh, Thank you Mark 01419511025 We are on Twitter At Clyde SSB uh, You can get in touch that way I can see Gary has tweeted actually to say There's a guy in Clyde SSB saying he'd rather a contract for McGregor than Goldson Need a new car radio if anyone's selling one Mine is now somewhere on the M8 I uh, don't think Gary agrees with that sentiment. No, I'm with Gary. <laughs> Although I can't help him with the radio. The priorities. Yeah, listen, Goldson. Goldson is one of the first names in the team sheet, and his influence, he's become a better defender since he's been at the club. And also, he has that ability now to start attacks. He's got a great range of passing. Look at the ball he put in Tavernier's chest for Rangers equaliser in the Scottish Cup semi final against Celtic at Hamden. He hits them the other way The long diagonals to Ryan Kent On the other side And you know He's actually an attacking weapon From centre half He's a danger at set pieces He's, he's just Grown in 
to become one of Rangers' most important players. And and I think Giovanni Van Bronckhorst would want him hanging around as well. If this deal for Goldson isn't hinging on winning the Europa League, why is it not signed yet? I said at the weekend, I think that he's waiting to see if Rangers win it, to qualify for the Champions League, where he's playing at such a high level. And I believe if they don't win it, then I believe he could go elsewhere. This is part of the thing that intrigues me as well though Mark Because I think he's 29 years of age um, Never played regularly in the English Premier League Um, When you see clubs linked with him It tends to be the Nottingham Forests and West Broms of this world Now uh, the money Rangers will be getting from Europe Surely Nottingham Forest and West Brom Can't be dwarfing the financial terms that Rangers would offer and regardless of whether Rangers are in the Champions League groups or the Champions League qualifiers with a view to getting into the groups, surely that's a better bet for Conor Goldson than the teams he's been linked with. Now, it's different. If Chelsea come banging his door to say, we want you to replace Antonio Rudiger when he goes to Real Madrid, <laughs> that's a different argument altogether. What are you laughing at? But the, don't, don't think that's on the cards? But the clubs mm, aren't looking at it at the minute. So, no. I genuinely think Conor Goldson would be better staying put where he is. Uh, Alright, 01419511025 Let's check in on this teaser Nicky in Alexandria says Can you name the last 10 players to score In an old firm game Where their surname begins with a consonant And ends in a vowel We're homeschooling tonight You've got Hatate, Jota And Defoe, Defoe. Yep. Sviachenko Brilliant, well done Beautiful Last goal, Fashion Sakala Fashion ah, Sakala, nice. well done I'll take one more Novo did Roger say novel? So, sorry, stars come in. So not only is it wrong, it's been said already. This is great. This <laughs> you know is going brilliantly. I thought you said novel. Well, you always. That's Kimar Roof. Yeah, Roof. All right, so we'll leave it there. We'll get the rest of the answers after these. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Roger Hanna and Mark Wilson are here Into the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super Scoreboard It's still goalless 40 minutes gone Inverness nil Arbroath nil As Nicky Lowe almost opens the scoring For Arbroath Tried to catch out Mark Ridgers with a free kick Almost did it uh, But it is still goalless Logan Chalmers hit the bar For Inverness not too long ago as well So it's livening up What about Ridgers here do You don't see that often now There you the old bald with the, the bits at the side that's, that's outdated isn't it Looks like one of the guys Out of Guess Who You think you should just get the Mac 3 out And ah, just, just, just shave that, that off You don't see that that often Can we, Do we spray on top <laughs> are, we, are we gust of wind Nicky Lowe won't look much different I know I know Alright That's the, not that, the that's direction good. I expected that, the, That's good coming for me Well I was going to say If Gordon DL was here He would have seized the <laughs> What does he call that. you One strand he calls <laughs> you two, uh, one two strand or something like <laughs> that I was with him at the weekend and, and, and we bumped into somebody we hadn't seen since before COVID and she said to me, Was this hair no a different colour the last time we saw? <laughs> By the way, I was I was clearing out my phone of photos and a couple of them went back to, to me and Daz years ago in this studio. How different does he look with the silver hair? And he was well He's much improved with the silver hair. Oh, there's awful. Have we got the quiz question? Has he got the quiz question? Oh. He's not been in touch. He must be busy. Um, well, we've now somehow got two quiz questions on the go because of you, Roger. So, can you name the last ten players to score in an old firm game where their surname begins with a consonant and ends in a vowel? Hatate, Sakala, Jota, Defoe, Roof, Sviachenko, Dembele. Yeah, do you know there is a? Oh. 
See to be okay. honest There is there is a bonus 11th really Because it was in the same game So I'm not going to be that pedantic So there really is an 11th that we'll throw e- in there Christy? No Boyata? Yes <laughs> right, Two to get We'll leave I like, there I like this Roger What was your Gordon DL quiz question again? 25 years ago mm-hmm. This very day 10th of May 1997 Gordon DL set a piece of British football history That has not been matched since Go on then Put me out my misery Gordon's Air United team Won the third tier title They beat Hamilton Ackies 2 In the last day of the season They won Away At Berwick Rangers And it's the only time ever A Scottish title has been won in English soil By the way that's not nah, bad That's, good, that's better than I thought I thought it was going to be something Completely ridiculous oh, That's well. only a wee bit ridiculous <laughs> Right what's the thinking behind that How do you work that out? You've got too much time in your hands No I don't In the no. sun No no how, how do you get to that Who tells you that Who tells me Do you oh. work that out yourself No It was in the Alienated Memories Twitter page this morning <laughs> oh, Anyway uh, I like that uh, That yeah. is a good one Well done Daz No chance he'll know Absolutely yeah, no chance night. Uh, Let's bring in Stuart Who's a Celtic fan What's your point tonight Stuart Hey guys, a couple of points. Um, I watched the game last night with Sunderland, and I watched a player, Patrick Roberts, um, who was on loan at Celtic, you know, and I thought he played very well last night, actually. And I don't know if he'd be a replacement for Jota, if Jota didn't sign. I hope Jota does sign. But I thought Roberts looked very sharp, and he's one of the guys that gets you off your seat, you know, when he gets the ball. Another point I want to make is... Let's, deal, let's deal with that first, because it's an interesting one. I know a lot of Celtic fans were never... Truly able to let go of Patrick Roberts Is that a is that a good suggestion from Stuart? I don't think Roberts is in the same league as Jota At the minute um, Did well when he first came in at Celtic That first loan spell from Manchester City And people waited for him to kick on But you know He did score a good goal last night Took his goal well It set Alec Neil Sunderland team to Wembley For the playoff final against Wickham But he's playing in the third tier Of English football for a reason at the minute And I don't think I think he would be a step down from Jota, to be honest. I'm with Roger on that one. I, I like Patrick Roberts when he was here. I think the Celtic fans took to him. Um, you know, relationship him and Tierney had, you know, the, the fans loved that. But like Roger says, when he, he came back, he, he wasn't quite the player he was when he first came. And I think he, he's made his decision that he wants to stay put down in England. So I'm with Roger as well with Jota. Jota, I think, is head and shoulders above him um, at this time. Right, Stuart, you've not managed to win them over on that one. What was your other point? No problem. I just want to make a point. Uh, there was a guy, Alfie, on the phone earlier on. Yes. I'm a Celtic fan. Now, Alfie's saying that Celtic season is finished. But what he's got to remember is we finished as champions in Scotland. Do you know what I mean? Uh, and I think they're going to be a bit carried away here. Um, they've not won anything yet. And to, to say that it's up there with 67, no danger. There's absolutely no... Celtic won that... You know, uh, uh, the, European Cup with 10, 11 home based players apart from Bobby Lennox. That will never be done again. Never. I think, you know well, I mean? that, that's right, Roger, but that's also a sign of the, the well, time. Well, 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 he, well, these comparisons with Lisbon 67, are they not sparked by our own Kenny Miller in his new newspaper mm, column at the weekend? That, yeah. I, I think you need to Did phone back. That? I think you need to phone back when Kenny Miller's next in this show and put, put this to him. Outrageous. Outrageous. That could be a sackable Ooh, offence Dundee have taken the lead it's Niall McGinn Wow Three minutes on the clock Is the unthinkable on the cards? Well Certainly a step in the right direction I think there'll be 
a bit of celebration in Dundee and a bit of anxiety down the tee in Perth because there is only six points and if Dundee were to hold on and win tonight that becomes three the goal difference is not insurmountable maybe a wee bit of pressure passed on to St Johnson tomorrow night at home to Aberdeen wow nah not for me oh, no. right. Dundee will still I hope she'll come back into that nah. I sure agree. I agree with you but yeah. just trying to stir up some excitement I sound, <laughs> it sound dramatic on. but come on no, Dundee are gone. They've left it too late, and the goal difference I'm looking so it would stand at no, six. It's close enough. If you were going to win six, yeah, yeah. If you were going to win two and St Johnson lose two, then that six goals would mm, possibly be wiped out. That's not going to happen. Uh, all right. Uh, th- thank you to Stuart on the line. It's goalless at half time between Inverness and Arbroath. What I would say if you're St Johnson and, and you're watching this, I don't think you've got much to worry about. Arbroath started well. Rest of the game has been poor. Middle of the pitch One team gets the ball Gives it to the other Who gives it back Who gives it back We've had one bit of quality really That's hit the crossbar But apart from that Poor standard so far uh, Just on the basis of being the away team Does that make our both happier? Is that how it works? I, th- I think they'll be happier Just in the balance of play I know Logan Chalmers hit the bar But I think Mark Ridgers And his haircut Have been the most You know the busier of the two goalkeepers Just watching highlights again there That save again from Nicky Lowe uh, yeah, I think our both will be more content at the minute um, So, on to A couple of other very quick talking points We're almost out of time Do you know what I was very interested in If we're talking potential signings David Marshall to Hibs Yeah, yeah. Good Seems one like that. a good signing that. Yeah. yeah, I would listen I would agree I think one of our colleagues Alan Nixon had a story in the sun on Sunday A week past on Sunday there um, David Marshall came up that night Spoke at the PFA dinner was a little bit coy when he was asked about it But it looks as if it's going through And we, we talk about upgrades Whether Patrick Roberts would be an upgrade on Jota or not David Marshall will be a significant upgrade On any of the goalkeepers mm-hmm. at Hibernia Yeah, he's still a good goalkeeper And he's still got a, a, a long time left in him When you look at McGregor and you look at Craig Gordon Marshall's still got a few years on them So, yeah. great signing yeah, going to watch that one with interest for sure. It'll be good to you get a hero's welcome everywhere he goes in Scotland these days. Oh, Why not? Of After that night in Belgrade. Oh, of course, he will forever more. You would have thought so. And it'll be great because we'll have VAR at some point next season so he can do the old check. Yeah. Just check with the referee. In my career, he said that. I remember, iconic image. Remember back in the new camp when his, his nickname was Marshall Hona yeah, for a while? Yeah, um, I remember it well. I mean. And then he has that magnificent night for Scotland So a fan will be hoping Terrific He has night. a big part to play Very young man, teenager that night in the new Camp John Kennedy playing That's in right, front of yeah, him I remember A that. teenager in the new Camp Big Stan Varga I think was the other centre half And they were superb mm, yeah. uh, On to tomorrow then It's funny how football writes these things itself Sometimes from a Rangers perspective Everyone's been talking about 50 years and 150 years and going to Seville and yeah. going where Celtic went and all the rest of it this time last year Celtic went to Tanadice and surrendered the league if you like or officially yeah they know on Sunday afternoon yeah and the feeling a year on couldn't be more different I wouldn't have thought for Celtic no and it's funny how things come around you know we're talking about Mark winning the league with Celtic up at Tanadice in 2008 as Rangers were at another European final Um it was a, a mad Thursday night I think that Samaras or Vinegar or Hesselink Maybe scored the goal Big Jan yeah. scored the goal That was right And and you know Just 14 years on They're back there At the scene of Where they lost 10 in a row Last year They're back there To try and reclaim the title They will Reclaim the title Tomorrow night 
And it seems bizarre to say it But Rangers fans The ones that phone the show The ones that don't phone the show Probably won't be too bothered Because their focus Is seven days on In Seville And then coming back from Seville For a Scottish Cup final Big night for Celtic though Mark Winning any league is good But like I said That last time at Tannadice Couldn't even win To prolong it a little bit For Rangers Ended with a whimper People were talking about shambles And how it would take years to turn around And all the rest of it Well, one year was the answer Yeah, just shows you how far the clubs came In that short space of time I mean, I can always judge How big a game it is By the amount of requests for tickets I get when I've not been at the club for a long time So I've I've had some requests for tickets Because the Celtic fans are desperate to be there on the night And I think there was a story about Dundee United, mm-hmm. you know, cancelling over 100 tickets because they feared Celtic fans in the crowd. It's that big a night. Celtic supporters want to be there to congratulate their side in what is a remarkable title win. Right, quick. Two more of the last 10 players to score in an old firm game whose surname begins with a consonant and ends in a vowel. Um, I did say there's, there actually is 11 because they were in the same game. So you've got Hitati, Sakala, Jota, Defoe, Ruth Dembele, Boyata, Sviachenko, Two more uh, Haji No I oh, know Roger I thought you had the two there That's no. In your era One Rangers One Celtic Same game In fact there's, in, there's a bonus one So there's three left In what the, In Mark Wilson's era Yeah Was it a 3-2 maybe Or something like that I think it was A 3-2 in my era yeah. uh, Quick Thomas Rongya Yeah So who else in that game <laughs> What How Lee Wallace Yeah What And I've you probably played I know I can't even remember the Andy game Andy Little Andy Little Done <laughs> You're in the presence of greatness Mark Wilson Roger Hanna That is magnificent <laughs> Right we'll leave it there Because Callum Gallagher's up next So he'll keep you company For the remainder of the evening And tomorrow night Another extended show They're working as hard But of course If the league title can be wrapped up It makes sense to be here So Bit of a change from your usual Wednesday night Simon Donnelly will still be here Cammy Bell will join him And so will Hugh Keevans to oversee the full thing So we're on until 11, 6 till 11 tomorrow Callum's up next, we'll speak to you then